Hi everyone and welcome to Anchored Souls, Real Hope for Real Life with Jacqueline Hyder. This is episode number one, What Anchors Your Soul? Hi there, this is Jacqueline and this is my very first podcast ever. So I want to say welcome again to Anchored Souls. I am super excited to be hosting this podcast. I've wanted to do this for some time now. And finally, um, even with fear, I am forging ahead and launching this, my very first episode. I want to start by telling you a little bit about myself. I am a wife and a mom. I have three children and a wonderful husband named Alex. And we live in Georgia, so I am a Southern girl, so you will detect a Southern accent, and that will either be very endearing to you, or it will irritate you, and so you'll have to choose which one. I may say y'all sometimes, I try not to, because I know that is annoying to some people, but it's a part of who I am, so again, I am super excited about doing this and I want to tell you a little bit about why I decided to podcast and to do that I need to tell you a little bit about my journey over the past few years or rather I should say our family's journey over the past few years. About eight years ago we found out that our daughter was significantly developmentally delayed developmentally delayed. She has a learning disability, a cognitive disability, which has um, hindered her development in some ways. She has progressed in some amazing ways, but that was a real shock for us uh, eight years ago, and it was one of those things that came out of the blue, and we were not prepared for that mentally or emotionally, but once we sort of wrapped our mind around the whole thing we were able to of course get her everything that she needed and we are still in that process of of helping her to be all that God has made her to be God has created her just like he's created you and me with a purpose and with a plan and he's going to use her just like he uses us for his glory It's taken me a while to get to that point to be able to say um, it is well with my soul on all of that. And we'll talk a lot more about that in other episodes and how I got to that place. But part of the reason I chose to, to name this podcast Anchored Souls is because that's what I've needed for the past eight years. I've needed my soul to be anchored in the one true anchor, the one true God who can give us all hope, and that is Jesus Christ. So that's why I'm coming to you, is to offer encouragement to you. Um, Not all of you are going to have children with disabilities. Some of you are going to have other things going in life that cause you to sink below the waves and um, find fear and doubt and disappointment and imperfection and all of those things that are difficult for us in life we all have our thing but Jesus is the answer to every single one of those things if we find ourselves sinking whether it be 
from finances or our home life or a relationship issue or a job or our emotions. And boy, do I have a funny story to tell you about that in a moment. Jesus is the answer. And I don't say that flippantly. I know life is hard. Life has been hard for us for the past eight years. Life will continue to be hard. We are never promised an easy life, even if we are Christians. And um, we have to have an anchor for our souls, and that anchor is Jesus. So I said emotions and that I had a funny story about drowning in your emotions. I was driving in my car the other day, and I was really becoming overwhelmed, partially about this podcast, because like I said, I'm doing this in fear and with fear and trembling but just all the technical aspects of doing a podcast and launching an online bible study which i'm about to do on september 21st and lots of different things going on and i began thinking about those things and i just felt this heaviness on my chest and i thought my goodness am i having a panic attack i mean i'm driving a car and i think am i having a panic attack here because i just it was just pressure and so I started just talking to, to God. I was like, you know, what is going on? Do I need to go to the doctor? I've never felt like this before. I've never had a panic attack. I had felt like that before. I've, I've felt the weight of stress and strain before. But it was just odd that it came on the way it did. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, I just burst into tears. It was the strangest thing. I am not a big-time crier. And so I was immediately like, okay, what is going on here? Why am I crying? And so I'm, I'm having this conversation with myself in my head, and I'm, I'm going, okay, am I sad about something? Did someone hurt my feelings? Am I disappointed? You know, what is causing this sudden onset of emotion? And as I talked to the Lord about it, I, I I don't really know why I was crying other than maybe I, I was very stressed. But when I say drowning in emotions, I'm an emotional roller coaster sometimes. I don't know about you, but I can just um, go from from being happy and joyful one moment to, to feeling just the weight of the world and stress. And that's just our life. That is life in the here and now. That is real life. We have those moments, we have those seasons of stress, and we have those seasons of, I can't do this, this is hard. Um, We have these seasons of discouragement. And so that's what I want this place to be, is a place where we can encourage one another, that we can hold each other accountable for things, that we can look to God's Word. You've listened to this podcast for seven minutes, and I've mentioned God in every sentence pretty much and so you can realize this is a faith-based podcast and whether you're a christian and you know jesus or whether you're 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 just looking for something and you're not sure what you're looking for i welcome you to this venue and my prayer and my hope is that you'll discover we'll discover together that we're not alone in this we've got each other we've got god We've got our family. We've got so many things going for us. And secondly, there's hope. And that hope is a person. It's not a thing. It's a person, and his name is Jesus. And together, we can get through. We can get through it, whatever it is. If we have the Lord, if we have others and uh, others who will come alongside us and encourage us and hold us up, we can get through this.
So here in this venue, this this podcast venue, we're going to have real and authentic conversations about real life circumstances, about real life issues. And so I've I'm super excited to delve into those things. It won't always just be me talking to you. Some days it will. But I've got lots of friends lined up to come and be a part of this podcast and to talk to you about different issues um, for women, whether it's fitness or wellness or learning to deal with stress or parenting. Um, You name it. We are going to cover the gamut um, with relationships, whether it's marriage or maybe you're not married. I don't want you to automatically think, oh, well, she's married, so she has nothing to say to me because I'm single. I have multiple single friends, and I'm going to bring them on, and we're going to talk about that and what their struggles are and what that's like. We're all women. We have that in common, and we, we all have needs, and our needs are very similar no matter who we are what demographic we are, or um, what stage of life we're in. We have those needs, and together, like I said, we can get through this. So because I named this Anchored Souls, I did a little research on anchors, and I know that you know what an anchor is, and I know what an anchor is, but sometimes it just helps to get a working technical definition to something, and it did help me As I read this definition, it helped me get a good visual. So I want to share that definition with you. It simply says that an anchor is a device normally made of metal used to connect a vessel to a bed of water to prevent the craft from drifting due to wind or current. And as I thought about that, I thought about how often I drift. And when those waves and wind come, I begin to get off course because I drift away from what God has for me. And so we need that anchor. We need Jesus to be the anchor for our soul. I also found out that some of the earliest anchors were made of large rocks. I found that intriguing simply because God is so often referred to, particularly in the Old Testament, as our rock our rock and our refuge. And if the earliest anchors were large rocks, that tells me, again, that just ties it back to the fact that God is our anchor. He's our rock. He's that thing that holds us in place. He's that thing that helps us not drift. He's that thing that helps us stay on course where he wants us to be. I also want to tell you how I came up with the name Anchored Souls. Of course, I wanted to use that anchor analogy, but I was I had been really struggling with what to call this podcast. I had I've been struggling with it for 3 or 4 weeks to be honest. And I had a name picked out and I just wasn't totally settled on it, so I called my sweet dear friend Stacy, who has just moved to Shreveport, Louisiana, and I am still sad about that. And so, Stacy, if you're listening, you know how much I miss you and you know how much I love you. And I talked to Stacy and I said, Stacy, we, we've got to figure this out because I need to start this podcast in, in September, but I've got to have a name. I've got to have a name. 
And so we brainstormed back and forth, and finally she said, why don't we just stop and pray? And I said, yes, let's do that. I'd been praying, but yes, let's do that again. And so by that time, we had been on the phone for over an hour, and my family had come home from school, and it was getting noisy. So I said, let me go into my closet so that I can have some quiet, and we can do this quiet and in, in private. And so I closed the door, and on the back of my closet door in my bedroom, I have posted prayers for um, individuals in my lives, for family members, for friends, because I saw the movie War Room. Uh, I guess it was last year it came out, and if you have not seen that movie, I highly recommend it. It's a wonderful movie on the power of prayer, and we might even talk about that in another podcast sometime. But in that movie, she builds herself a war room, and her war room is her closet. And so I don't have a very large closet, but I use the back of my closet door, and I post prayers. And there was a decal on the back of my door, a really pretty one. It's navy blue, a navy blue anchor with pink writing, and it just says, We have this hope as an anchor for our souls. And that's taken from Hebrews 6.19, and I'll, I'll read that to you real quick. It says, We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever. And as I read that quote that was on the back of my door, it's been there for over a year now, and I immediately knew in my spirit, anchored souls, real hope for real life. And so we finished praying, and I said, I'm going to text you a picture of something. Look at this. And I said, what do you think about Anchored Souls, Real Hope for Real Life? And we both were like, yes, that is it. Finally, after all these weeks, we have it. But I want to go back to that Hebrews passage really quickly and read it one more time and, and just talk through that a little bit with you. It just says, we have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. That Those words, sure and steadfast, that, that means... Steadfast means that it's immovable, it's, it's constant, faithful, steady, secure. So that, that describes an anchor, but that also describes our wonderful God and His Son Jesus as the anchor of our soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain. And that is simply referring to the Old Testament tabernacle and how the Spirit of God dwelled behind the veil and we know when Jesus was crucified on the cross and when he died, that veil was split in two. And now we can go before the throne of grace um, ourselves. We don't have to. Used to the high priest would go behind the veil to make atonement for the sins of the people one, one time per year on the day of atonement. We don't have to do that anymore. The veil is torn. The veil is open. We have open access to God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ, if we know and believe Him, if we have confessed Him as our Savior and Lord. And so when it says, um, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain, that's talking about Jesus and His death and His burial and His resurrection and the fact that He has done that. He has done that redeeming work for us on the cross. And so we have full and complete access to, to Him, our great anchor. I also did a little search about anchors in the Bible, and I found, again, in Acts 27, verse 29, that anchor, anchors are mentioned. 
And I want to read that to you because it, it's interesting and it, it just made me think of something that we do oftentimes. It says in verse 29, this is when Paul was setting sail for Rome and they got to this great storm at sea in verse 13 and they were fearful. They thought they were going to die. And so verse 29 says, and fearing that we might run on the rocks, the crew, they, the crew, let down four anchors from the stern and prayed for day to come. And I thought about how often I let down my own anchors. Rather than looking to my one true anchor, I let down my own anchors, be it money. You know, sometimes we just think, if I can, if I just have enough money, things are going to be okay here. Well, I'll tell you this, money couldn't fix my sweet girl's situation. Money can't fix a cognitive disability. Money can't fix a physical disability. It can help, but it's not going to fix it. I, sometimes we place our, our hope, we, we let down the anchor of knowledge. If I can just know more, that was me. I would get on the internet and I would research and research and research, trying to find an answer. And that didn't get me anywhere either. Um, sometimes our own self-sufficiency, our lack of dependency on God and our dependency on self, we let that down as an anchor. I can do this. I can do it. And we fail to look to the one who is fully capable of handling everything for us. Sometimes our anchor is our job. If I can just keep this job, I'll be all right. If I can just get another job, the grass is going to be greener. It'll be fine. If I just didn't have have to go to work, if I just didn't have a job, things would be fine. Um, that that's a an anchor that sometimes we let down. That's not necessarily true. It's not not going to help us. How about this one? How creative I am. If I can just be a little more creative or intuitive or smart, or I can make this work. I can fix this. Those are false anchors. Those are gifts from God. Money, knowledge, self sufficiency. Our, not self-sufficiency, but our ability to, to handle things, our capacity for that, our jobs, our creativity, our ingenuity, all of those things are gifts from God, but they were never meant to replace God. He is the one true anchor. So we have to ask ourselves, what or who really anchors our souls? And when we're in the midst of the storm, the struggle, like Paul what are we going to do? Are we going to let down our own anchors? Are we going to look to the one anchor that can actually help us? Are we going to hold on to Jesus in the midst of the storm and allow him to lift us up out of the ways of doubt and fear and disappointment and bring us into a close embrace with him? Are we going to, once we've done that, are we going to obey what he tells us to do in the midst of that storm, in the midst of that struggle, in the midst of that fear? For me, it was Jacqueline, you're going to do a podcast. I felt the Lord calling me to do that. Well, I'm scared of that. Okay. Well, cling to me, hold on to me, and then obey what I've told you to do. Are we praying daily in the midst of our struggles? I really had, in the midst of the struggle with our daughter, Leanna, in the midst of my fears for podcasting or online Bible studies or writing a book or, or whatever, I really have had to pray hard and stay connected with Jesus. And then you have to actually expect Jesus to act. We have to pray in faith, expecting God to work. 
Now, you're going to come to know something about me as we do this more often. And I won't promise an acrostic in every single podcast, but I do love them. And I just, I don't know if you noticed, but I just spelled the word hope with what I said. I took the word hope, H-O-P-E, and made that little acrostic hope. Hold on to Jesus in the midst of your storm. O, obey his words. Obey what he says. P, pray daily, hourly, moment by moment, whatever we need. E, expect Jesus to act. So in your current situation, what are you really expecting Jesus to do? Are we praying from, and are we expecting him to do something and having faith um, coming that comes from a, a stance of victory? Operating as though whatever God has prompted us to pray, he has done or is in the process of doing We've got to stop praying from a stance of defeat and pray from a stance and a mindset of victory. One of the major ways that God ministered to my soul these last eight years was just reminding me of who he was. I've been intrigued by the names and attributes of God for more than 10 years, and I don't believe that's by accident. I know that the Lord knew that I was going to need to really cling to who he was, to who he is. So much so that he allowed me to write a devotional Bible study on 20 of the attributes of God. The Bible study is called Remind Me, a guide to remembering his attributes in your daily life. And I mentioned earlier about an online Bible study and I'll be starting that September 21st. I'd love for you to hop on over to JacquelineHyder.com and go to the online Bible study tab and click on that and register. It's free. And we will take one attribute a week for 20 weeks and really come to an understanding of who our great God is. As we end our time together today, I just want to end with a question. I want to ask you this. What anchors your soul? In the midst of our hurricanes and our tsunamis, in the midst of your fears, in the, in the midst of your discouragement or doubt or disappointment, what are you allowing, or rather I should say, who are you allowing to anchor your soul? Are you letting down your own anchors or are you trusting in our one true and steadfast anchor, Jesus? Thank you again so much for joining me today. These podcasts will last around 20 minutes. That's my goal. No more than 30 minutes. I want this to be something that you could listen to in the car line or as you're going to from one place to the next in the car or as you're going on a run or a jog. Speaking of which, next week our podcast topic will be what God has taught me this summer through exercise. (laughs) And that's funny to me because I hate to exercise. But God chose to make me do that this summer, and he taught me a lot, a lot about exercise, but a lot about how it relates to the spiritual things, and I'm looking forward to sharing with that, sharing that with you next time. I'll also bring in, uh, I mentioned that I'm going to be bringing in some guests. My first guest is going to be my friend Cherie, and she is a wellness expert, and so you'll get lots of tips from her in a couple of weeks. So I hope you have a wonderful day, and thank you again for joining me. And I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Anchored Souls, real hope for real life.